0: Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret, and this is a show where I try to give you a new slant, a new understanding about yourself, whether it's uh, emotionally, mentally, physically, or spiritually. So today what I'd like to do is to discuss dressing up. You know, not everyone thinks about dressing up as particularly interesting, so let's go back in time to when you were a small child if you're a little girl maybe you wanted to put on mum's dress and her jewelry and walk around the house in her high heels or maybe if you're a little boy you wanted to wear pants like dad and wear a cowboy hat or a baseball cap or do something with you know toy guns and motor cars and things just like that And of course, when we're very young, we build those models into our everyday consciousness. And as we grow up, we actually get very used to wearing the same kind of clothes and doing the same kinds of things. So what I'd like to talk to you today is about history. Who were you in a past life? Have you ever thought about what it might be like to live in the Victorian age. I was very lucky because I actually sing and I decided I wanted to sing the song Velia at the local college when I lived in LA. And in the wardrobe department was this gorgeous red velveteen dress with the bustle. Everything about it was amazing. And as soon as I put it on, I felt myself transformed back in time. It was like I was another person. And when I stepped on that stage to sing that song, with all my friends around, dressed up in their best gear to look like we're back in that period in time, it was like we were having a big party. And there I was singing away to my heart's content as though I was in another time another place. Well maybe some of you have dressed up like that for Halloween or some mask party and maybe you've had that unique experience of feeling entirely different. Let me talk a little bit to the men out there. Supposing we were to dress you in the outfits of the seventeen hundreds, when men wore elaborate embroidered jackets that fitted so tightly, and waistcoats that really emphasised the line of the body, and those tight pantyhose, and what to call them really, are fitted to the body to the knee to the butt to just show off the sun and manliness of a man, and yet at the same time quaffing their hair in such a way with wigs or pulling out their handkerchief to sniff snuff and waffle and wave that handkerchief around in a very obvious manner, bowing to the ladies and so on. How would you feel if you had to do that today when you walked into the office to wear something really bright and bow deeply to your secretary and really honor and respect her as a woman sitting there in your company. Well let's go further back in time and let's say that you're a girl and you're back in the 1400s and you're wearing a dress that really pulls up your boobies to the point where they're almost hanging out because that was quite popular in those days. Not that some of the youngsters don't do that today as well but uh, we might call you a a wench and you're going to go a wenching which means you are going to go to the local tavern and uh, sit with the men and get them drunk and hopefully get a few pennies, cents, whatever the money is in your country from them for your company. And maybe, if you're familiar with that person, might go a little further. Because back in those days, women were quite free to express their sexual passion. And, of course, in those days, there was lots of ideas about who was going to be the father of whose baby and what was going to happen. So, if you put on a long dress, squish your boobies out and you walk out on the street to go get some shopping and maybe go to the local club, how would you feel being someone who could sit and flaunt your sexuality and maybe get the men to give you a drink or two? How do you feel about that? Today, People are very shy about their bodies. They don't show off their buxomness, if you like. And they don't talk to people about their full potential as a woman. I always say to everyone, you know, let yourself go back in time. Let yourself imagine yourself in another place, in another time, doing something else. So let's take this a little bit further. What if you were born in Africa today and all you had was a loincloth and uh, all you could do is dig holes burn wood put food in the ground cover it with leaves and wait for that food to cook and then look up at the sky and hope the rains will come and when they do hopefully you'll get a wash And if that doesn't happen, then maybe you need to go out and dig some fine dirt, rub it all over you, including some urine from your cow, so that the mosquitoes don't get you. And then go up to your wife or husband and say, do I smell beautiful? Do I smell gorgeous? And of course, have them say, yes, hey, you do. You're lovely. I'm really enticed by you today. So what is it about dressing up that makes us feel different? Well, it's stepping out of our conditioned mindsets. It's the outside form that we look at all the time. We look in the mirror, we pull down our eyelids, we look at our blurred eyes and our lines around the eyes and... Then we go on and we look down at our neck and go, Oh my goodness, I'm getting old, and here's a spot here and a mark there. Maybe someone might not be interested in me as the way I look right now. And oh dear, you know, I've got sagging boobies, or, um, you know, I'm not big enough there, I need enhancement. Or maybe, you know, my stomach's not strong enough, but it all hangs out anyway, so I don't care and so on and we just scan our bodies and we just say hey i don't need to bother about my appearance now i'm living in havasu and everybody knows who lives in america that havasu is one of the hottest places in the country and if i want to go shopping i've got to go to somewhere like walmart and what do i see hanging on the pegs t-shirts jeans all the things that I wouldn't normally uh, really want to wear, but it's so hard here and it gives me such a big an excuse to just wear shorts, pants, not wear any makeup, and just be me. And it's very easy for me to just do that, especially as I'm in the, in the company of people on TV and all different things that I do. so it's it's nice to give my body a relaxation from all that. But the truth is, I could become slovenly. I could let go on the beauty of me. I could let go on the smartness of me. So I have to stop and I have to think about that. A very long time ago when I was very young, Master Chang told me that I should always remember that it's not my appearance that matters, but rather that my spirit shines through my appearance. But I learned as I became more and more of an actress that it was my spirit shining through and the clothes that helped me to radiate who I was in my life. You know, I often say to my students in Japan, would you go and see a doctor who turned up in Bermuda shirt and shorts sucking on a lollipop? Would you feel confident? You have an idea that that doctor is going to turn up in a white coat looking very professional. So we have ideas about how we're going to look and how we're going to feel. But the problem is we often dress down we often tell ourselves we're not good-looking enough that we don't have the right styles we're inundated with commercials that tell us look like a thin rake and then you're beautiful or go dance like someone else and copy them and you'll be just like them well the truth is we're not and deep inside we know it i wrote a book called the rejection syndrome i'm sure you can see the link here on the website as you're listening I wrote that book because I wanted people to understand that we are conditioned with a coding and that coding allows us to develop a personality and character according to our spirit. And most of us forget that we have a spirit. We forget that within our spirit is history, that we have actually walked and talked in different languages. We've wore different clothing, we've lived in different countries, and we've survived many ups and downs that the world has been going through including fire, earthquakes, wars, etc. So why am I talking about dressing up? Well basically I'm trying to encourage you to think about yourself in a positive mode if you put on a new dress that you've bought and walk around your town, your house, feeling beautiful and gorgeous then that is going to radiate within you and touch your spirit self and you'll show that through your eyes you'll show that through your persona as you talk and people will feel attracted to you not just because you're wearing a new dress but because the dress has stimulated you to find something more about you. I was listening to Johnny Depp the other day, and of course he's an amazing actor, and we all love him for Pirates of the Caribbean. But in his normal everyday life, he wants to go home and just be daddy and do his things. But whenever he puts on the clothing and whenever he starts to do the things he has to do for whatever movie he's in, he said he becomes what it is he needs to become for that part. I know that you can become more if you dress yourself according to the things that stimulate you. If it takes going to a party where you can wear a mask, then do it. You know, when you look at people, you look at their eyes. And the eyes are very important things. So who can you recognize who's completely hidden and yet those eyes still shine through? Because the eyes are the mirror image of the soul. Of course, you may recognize someone's body if they're wearing the same old clothes. But what if they're dressed up? What if they're wearing something entirely different? For example, some men look amazing in drag clothes. Could you be fooled? Would you be thinking they were someone else? Or would you know by their eyes? In the spirit world, when I was talking with Master Chang, he used to show me how people from different times and places would appear in the same room at the same time. In fact, I wrote about some of that in my book Pro-Life, Pro-Choice, Pro-Spirit. All these people came together from different times, and I wondered how they knew him. And he said, they've known me in different lives, they've seen my energy in that life, so what I do is flicker those lives so fast faster than the speed of light, that everyone sees me as they recall me. And of course, when they've learned to look past the flickering, and to see all flickerings as one moment, they'll see my complex face. They'll see me as I really am, a spiritual energy of light. So, of course, in my meditations and in the oneness and out of body with him, I was often just trying to see him as just light. But whenever I caught that light, somehow I came back to those eyes and to the body of the person I recall from history. Well, it's the same with us on earth, you know. We can recognize mom walking down the street before we see her face. We can feel the energy through psychometry of how Mum feels when she's nearby, even if she's not in the room. We've learned to use our spiritual psychic energy in very subtle, everyday ways. And all those ways tend to be repeated in a habit form. Now, if you've been listening to me and you think you've got some questions about yourself in a past life or you want some insight into dressing up, you can always write to me drmargaretrvc at com. I do answer all my inquiries myself, so you will get a response from me. Let's go back now to dressing up. I used to think about how people would think about me looking with my hair in a particular style or my eyes over made up or something and uh, worry about that. And then the mood in the world changed and suddenly we had rock singers and people were coming on the stage with one eye completely black and the other white, like a clown, wearing frilly clothes and dresses that were a mixture of history in a modern way. And I sat back and looked and I thought, wow, you know, we can mix up the appearances. We don't have to conform to look like, you know, standard grey suit or nice pink dress for a girl, we can go a little bit crazy. So in the 70s, you know, I was running around in Indian clothes and feeling very happy with wraparounds and sarongs and any other clothing I could find from different places in the world, and uh, yes, I felt the changes in me. Suddenly I wasn't restricted and limited. I would like to encourage you to Go to a store and buy the kind of clothes that you would never normally buy. For example, if you're a person who always dressed in greys and blacks, try red or green. And if you're someone that uses red and green, try yellow or blue. Go into a new color. It will transform your aura. It will help you think about yourself differently when you look in the mirror and you see different colors on you. It'll help you build your self-esteem, self-worth, and value. And it will encourage you to recognize that you can put out a different part of you. A spiritual part of you, if you like. A different modality of character. Now, some of you might say, well, I have no talent. And, you know, I'm way overweight, can't find any dresses to fit me or can't find any suits that I like. And so why bother? Well, the answer to that is very simply, why shouldn't you bother? After all, you're supposed to love you more than anyone else so that you can share that feeling of love with someone else that you care about. And if you're walking around not caring, not bothering about yourself, not dressing up, not finding the right makeup or the right perfumes or the right aftershave, and so on, then why would you expect anyone to love you if you're, in quotes, looking a bit trashy or slobby or something? So my suggestion to you is you're going to dress up for yourself to feel good. If you love to wear perfume, then wear it. It doesn't have to be to attract a man. It has to be for you to feel gorgeous. Now, I've been going through color phases through my life. One of my favorite colors is lavenders, purples, uh, aqua greens, pinks, blues. And one of the colors that I've always avoided throughout my life is orange. And one day I thought to myself, well, I was about 30, I thought, why don't I like wearing orange? And so I deliberately went out and bought an orange dress and I put it on. Okay, I looked all right, but I felt like an orange in the fruit bowl. So what did I do? Instead, I transformed my living room. Out of the blue, someone gave me some kind of sofa that was popular at the time that was orange it was like, oh my goodness. But when I mixed it with the lavender and the purple and bought carpet that blended with it with some blue and added some gold, I had a very rich living room. So dressing up is not just about dressing you up. It's about dressing up your home. Take a look around. How does your home look? Have you got bored with it? Are the colors plain and boring? Well, it's very easy to change all that. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You can go to garage sales and pick up quite something quite good. I just got some chairs the other day from an estate sale. So you can go around and about and find a piece of furniture that's new. Just one piece of furniture put in a strategic place in that room changes it. At the same time, you can go out and buy, say, a tablecloth or some drapes, um, or you can put a few pictures on the wall and suddenly your room isn't the same. And of course when you sit in that room, you don't feel the same. So I'd like to encourage you to think about this transformation, this dressing up of yourself and your environment to make you feel happier and more content. Now of course we cannot go out and uh, tell everybody else to dress up, but we can encourage people and help them. One of the things I've recently done is to make some recordings that are designed to help you. They're meditational hypnosis meditations that will take you from your conscious everyday self, help you get rid of your pain, anxiety and worry, take you into your spiritual vibration and help you heal. And of course, at the same time, help you think about building up your self-esteem, self-worth and self-value. Dressing up does that for us. Now, if you'd like to go there all you have to do is put your email address in so that i know you're a real person and then you've got access to get the hypnosis and you can download it and that address is going to www.drmargaretrvc.com that's my initials rvc.com uh, and go there and download the hypnosis i'm going to be doing some other ones that are going to be free they'll be out soon and uh, i'm going to do little talks there too little bits of advice for the day or something like that so we're not quite sure exactly what i'll do but if you sign up there and put your name in then you'll be notified when i've put something up there and hopefully that will help you a little bit more Now, I'm very grateful that you have been listening to my radio show, Journey Into an Unknown World. I've been told that there are over 6,000 people downloading the show. Perhaps you're not aware that if you click on the little button below here, it will take you directly to iTunes where you can download all my shows. There are about 27 of them now, and I hope to be doing that through the coming year. This show is free to you, and I hope it helps you a great deal. But, like everything, for me it costs money. And since I help a lot of people for next to nothing, I too often hurt financially. So, if you know someone, or feel like you'd like to contribute to the expense of this show, I would love to hear from you. My personal email is Dr. Margaret rvc at gmail.com. So if you feel you'd like to contribute, I would much appreciate it. In return for your supporting me, I'll give you a mention on this show about who you are or what you're doing and what your message is that you'd like to give to someone. Or I'll even dedicate a show to you about a subject that you choose. So you might like to think about this and let me know. So once again I'm saying to you come back to the subject come back to dress up okay so we've talked about dressing up your body and we've talked about dressing up your home. The next thing I want to talk about is dressing up your partner or your children. You know we all have ideas about what looks smart Um, I'll go shopping with my husband and I'll see a a sweater or something and I'll say to him, wow, I really think that would look nice on you. Can I buy it for you? And he'll probably say, no, I wouldn't be seen dead in it. And I want you to hear that. I wouldn't be seen dead in it. Okay. If we were really dead and someone really did dress us up in something we don't like, would we really care? Would we really be worried about what people think about us? Well, the truth is, when you move into dressing yourself up or dressing anyone you love, you need to be thinking about the fact that we all have likes, we all have dislikes. But where do we get them from? Well, the most important key factor is the immediate family. And if mum teaches a child to be a little extrovert and to wear clothes a little bit on the edge, as they say today, then the child is going to grow up with confidence that they can uh, go with the flow of modern styles and uh, feel popular within themselves, that they are mixing with other people in the right manner and the right way. But unfortunately, there are lots of kids in school whose parents don't have the money to make the usual off-the-peg kind of clothing. I was one of those mums. So what did I do? I made sure I learned to sew. And I made sure that I made my boys, I only have boys, I made my boys the right kinds of sweaters and things that were in at the time. So I had to knit and sew and crochet. And at the same time, that was very, very calming for me because I could do that while they were all playing or asleep and watch my TV shows and just relax while doing it. Yes, those kinds of craft works are, are very relaxing. So if you're a mom at home and you think you're not able to knit sew or do something like this and your child needs to have something a little bit more with it, try making it for them. There are lots of people who will teach you how if you just ask. And once you get the idea... You can get second-hand sewing machines from sewing shops now all over the place that are probably 20, 30, 40 years old, but they work. You don't have to have fancy stitching. All you have to have is a running stitch, and you can sew them the clothes that they need. Some mums even make clothes for Halloween or Christmas. So think about yourself in and your ability to make something and as to style just go wander around some of the big stores and take a look at what the kids are wearing it's very easy what did i do for material i went to garage sales church sales i picked out these enormous dresses that very very fat women had worn so that i had the yardage and then i went home and made something for my four little sons okay something very small because they're tiny you can do that too. And you can do it for yourself. Now, whatever you might make or might buy for your children, you've got to remember, you want to ask them what color you like. You know, it's no good going out and getting them a red piece of material and and coming home and they say, I hate red, you know. So think about their personality and their character And try and make something that will dress them up, that will make them feel wonderful in that color. And that color will reflect back into their aura. Now, as far as hubby is concerned, boyfriend, girlfriend, you've got to find out their history. Where were they? Who were they talking to? What were they brought up to believe? I know today hairstyles have changed, they've changed so many times, but you know, change of a look is very important. Parting your hair on the left, change it to parting on the right. Growing your hair long when you've always had it short can make a big difference to you. That's all part of dressing up. Uh, Men need to be able to change their wardrobe just as much as women. So go out and keep up to date with what's in for the men. And yeah, we can go to shops like Walmart and find some pretty nice clothes for men these days. So there shouldn't be any excuse to not dress up. Whether you're at work or at home, even if you're doing something in the yard, have something that makes you feel good while you're working. Because feeling good on the outside remember is going to make you feel very very good on the inside. I just want to remind you that I have six of my books on Amazon plus my novel. So if you go to Amazon you can read all about my books simply by typing in Margaret Rogers or Margaret Rogers Van Koops, and uh, you'll find them. they are also e-books and you can download those very easily. I love feedback, I love help, and I, I, like everyone else, need support in the work that I do. So if you like this show, please tell your friends. And if you happen to go to YouTube and find me there, Dr. Margaret, and listen to many of my YouTubes, some of which are in English Japanese and see the things that I do, then I would be very grateful if you could also share that with your friends. I'm just basically trying to help as many people as possible. And as I'm only one person, and it takes time and energy to promote, I'm asking you to be my fingers, like in the yellow pages, and walk and talk, and share information about my work. And if you'd like to chat with me, you can go to my website, www.sumaricenter.com. That's S for sugar, U, M for mother, A-R-I-S for sugar, center, C-E-N-T-R dot com. And you'll find my phone number there, and I do chat with people. You can also read about the many different types of readings I do as well as all the different healing technology that I'm able to share with you. If you're someone who's suffering and you're miles away, that isn't a limit. It doesn't prevent me from helping you. I have the ability to do remote healing in amazing ways. So if you need help, contact me. Again, my email is drmargaretrvc at gmail.com. I hope you'll... Pass on this latest show to your friends on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter it. I do Twitter, but I don't know who receives it. So um, if you Twitter, find me and Twitter back and give me feedback about what you think about the show. So once again, thank you so much for following me. And until my next show, stay well.